walk the whole night through. Good morning, good morning to you. Good morning, good morning. It's great to stay up late. Good morning, good morning to you. This is WPTF Radio, Raleigh, North Carolina, and I'm Reese Edwards. Hello, everybody. Atlantic Coast Conference Tournament Basketball is on the air. This is Wally Osley. This is Bill Jackson speaking. Hello, everybody. Welcome now to Sportsline. Gary Dornberg with you. I'm Tony Rixby, WPTF News. Hello, this is Charles Carroll, CBS News, WPTF in Raleigh. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Carolina Newsmakers. I'm Don Curtis. Hello, friends. This is Bill Friday, WPTF in Raleigh. I'm Rufus. Sadbiston on the Weekend Gardener. Now, here is your moderator, Tom Campbell. Thanks for watching this week's NC Spin. Now, here is Kay Kaiser. Hi, yo. Well, that's good. This is Aunt Devine. This is Robert St. John in the NBC Newsroom in New York. The Monitor Edition of News of the World. Debnam views the news. And now, here is Mr. Debnam. Good afternoon, everyone. Yours truly, Sam Beard and Jim Reed and Carl Gert. Thank you, Sam, and greetings to all of our listeners. This is Harry Percy, WPTF in Raleigh, North Carolina. Wayne Ed is standing by now with a check of the latest news. WPTF News presents Regional Report, a digest of late happenings throughout the area. This is Bill Ellis. This is Jimmy Capps. For the nocturne, we send as... This is Bill Hope. This is Warren Barfield with Kingdom Scott at the organ and a program of Familiar Carol. Good morning, this is Phil Franklin. And this is J.C. Knowles with the North Carolina Collection on WPTF. I'm Mike Blackman, WPTF News. Good evening, I'm David Sherrill. This is Robert Hager, WPTF News. This is Bob Farrington. Good morning, everybody. Charlie Gaddy here with Ask Your Neighbor. Mario Dale here. Fess Parker, our guest this morning here at News Talk 680. Well, Jack Boston, that was a great introduction. Hey, everyone, great to have you with us this this is North Carolina's Morning News. I'm Brian Freeman on WPTF. Hello, I'm your friend Bart Rittner. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bob Butler Show. And this is Ned Champion reporting. And here is Carl Venters. WPTF is the voice that shares with its neighbors what it's like to be living the life of Raw. This is Charles Osgood wishing Mike Rayleigh and Ann Clapp congratulations on the anniversary of WPTF's Weekend Gardener program. This is Donna Mason on 680 WPTF. And I'm Dick Stork in the WPTF. Record Vault. Good morning to you. Tom Kearney here. Johnny Hood on the Southern Farm Network. Well, howdy, everybody. I'm Hap Hanson. I'm Marlon Bowling reporting. I'm Ann Clapp. And this is a Tar Heel Gardener saying, keep them growing. We're back on WPTF with the Weekend Gardener. It's uh, 10.09. Let's make it 10.10. We've already... There we go. 10.10. 10-10. <laughs> I, I used to say that was the center of uh, the universe. Center of the universe? Well, I mean, go from Tony's to... My two garden centers, you go from Tony's yeah. events all the way over to Fairview. That's right. I don't know how many people know. Uh, you you made it uh, very clear on on Facebook that you are are not retiring, but you're retiring from from uh, owning a full time business. That is correct. Yeah. I'm the former owner of the Garden Hut. Yeah, it's been uh, sold. It, it has been sold. Uh, I will still work there in a part time capacity. It is a, it's still a great place. Um, I'm excited because they're going to add an ice cream and coffee shop. Oh. So that's going to be fun. But you'll see me down there when we get rolling with spring in a couple more weeks. But, yeah. Um, 
Yes, so now my mother is my boss, and I am not the boss. <sighs> your mother's your boss. She's always been your boss. This is true. Yeah. But she's got me full-time now. Plus, you, you have a farm to run. So, uh, in, you know, up until, you know, a few weeks ago, you were running that business 24 hours a day, plus the farm, which is a 24-hour-a-day deal, too, and, uh, you know, making sure your mom's fine. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, just, I look forward to continuing to share my, my plant knowledge and my, my, you know, stories about my vegetables. and. Uh, yeah, so you'll be out there here and there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'll, I'll be at the farm some, and I'll be at the garden nut some, and, um, I, you know, Look forward to hugging some necks. It's um, lots of customers that have become friends over the years, so I hope they'll continue to come shop at the Garden Hut, and I'll get to see them and hug their neck. Yeah, it's still there's still going to be quality plants and they great service. Uh, right now, they have done a lot of um, you know spring cleaning and and just um, rearranging uh, <coughs> you know the entrances and. Just really turned the greenhouse into a greenhouse is stunning. Lots of house plants and house plants have been very, very trendy, uh, backed by popular, very popular in, in in demand right now. Yeah, we don't talk a lot. Uh, we don't talk enough about uh, house plants. We get questions every once in a while, but, uh, but that's something else that we overwater and over fertilize. That's true. That's true. And I loved Tony's perspective of uh, nitrogen applications and. Um, but yes, um, gosh, there are so many house plants there now, unique ones, um, you know, everyday common ones. But, you know, we talk about house plants uh, cleaning the air and being a filtration system kind of in your home. So, um, Rufus, I hope you have a bunch of house plants. You're down well, in those woods I, I, yes, and you get on, that on musty. The, on the kitchen, yeah? kitchen seal window. And I, but I've never tried any of these so-called air plants. I'm sure well, they're and I'm very not popular. speaking like air plant, like my grandmother had air plants. I'm just is that about like a pet rock? Yes. <laughs> but do, do they work very well? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you even, don't ever even, have to water even them. Like the the, the Sansevierias, which I guess is like the snake plant or the mother-in-law's tongue. Right. I mean, they're tough. You water them once a month. ZZ plants. All these plants are great. Um, kind of basically filtering the air. Now, I still haven't been able to really find something that has stood up. I have a, a copper container oh, that's hooked up. to a brick wall. Oh, that was a toughie. It's kind of a it's kind of shaped like an ice cream cone. It's very pretty. Did, did you ever try the um, the sedum? The we tried change? one sedum, but it just it, it just, just melted. Yeah, it, it it just. I wonder. You know, with the brick the, and the, the copper, it just kind of. I wonder if the. Western uh, exposure to sedum tectinctrum, the the uh, Chinese sedum. I wonder if that would do well. It's got to have to be something that's super drought. Chinese sedum. You want something that hangs down? I, it would be nice. I think it looks better. Uh, and when we had had good weather before it got really hot, yeah. whatever we had in there was some kind of sedum, and it Did it just uh, and it flowed over and it looked really nice. Okay. Very cool. You know, um, something that we did down at Oak Island, and I will say that the cold got it. I mean, it's not supposed to be winter hardy, but there's a plant called Aptinia, and I can't remember the, uh, can't remember the common name. I want to say apple plant or something like that, but it's, a, it's a, a succulent. This was a variegated one. has a little tiny red flower, um, and it stayed pretty winter hardy up until a couple, well, about three weeks ago. 
um, when it got 19, 20 degrees down there. But I'm, but I, I see, I see some of the roots are are kind of hanging in there. So, um, but that that would be a great plant because it can take the beach heat. I know it can take your heat. What's it called again? I, I, I call it Aptenia, A P T E N I A. Um, let me see if I can find. Are you it. looking for a year-round plant? Well, just something, something. This is a very tiny planter. Yeah. Creeping, that, creeping, Jenny. It, it, you know. it would fry out there. Fry. Um, okay. This is this. It's copper. It's pure copper. It's uh, hung on a brick wall. It's you know. It's it. It's got a little bit of depth, but uh, you know the. It, it's very small growing space in it. Plus, there's a western exposure. It's not called Aptinia anymore. So, <laughs> during the summertime, you know, I may have to plant different things. But this is Aptinia. Aptinia. Which I just learned is not called that anymore. But anyway, that's what it looks like. Oh, that's pretty. That it's pretty variegated. Of course, it's variegated. Yeah, of course it's is that a berry or what on it? I flower. Just a little flower. A little flower. Yeah. Okay. So it says uh, Mesmeranthemum. Portfolio, formerly known as Actinia. Uh huh. What? Somebody buy the plant rights, it's, or it's the Wikipedia. So I don't think yeah. they're this. They get bored. Yeah. All right. Uh, Ron is in Chatham County. Ron, how are you today? Everything is lovely out here. I bet. I bet it is. Hey, did you ever find that uh, that grape grapevine? You aren't gonna believe it. I have looked high and low, and y'all mentioned the company by the name of. Uh, hands or something like that and i came home and got my list of certified nurseries and there's not an h in there but anyway <laughs> i'm still looking for uh, hand-picked hand-picked nurseries and in, in uh benson yeah. yeah it's not in the certified list i looked in the certified list okay this morning first thing wasn't there well yeah. they did just open this past i think fall so i found them on the internet where where can uh, Ron find? He wants what what kind of uh, of grapevines do you want, Ron? Well, I want the muscadine, and I was looking a couple fry. I know uh, I'm sure your guest there knows all about grapes, but anyway, I'm still looking. But I really called this morning to give Rufus some information. Well, I'm sitting right here, Ron. Rufus, I don't know whether your mother was your boss or not, but if not. She did give you some good information, but you didn't listen. She told you plainly, very plainly, if you would play Amazing Grace more than Honky Tonk Angels, you might have been. Yeah, do you remember that? Might have oh, been well, governor. I, I remember that, Ron. One time my mama said, and I'm a mama's boy. I love my mama. Mm -hmm. and, well, and, and, and writing a book, it's got a lot of things that mama said. But she said, my boy Rufus, he's a fine boy. If he had sung a lot more Amazing Grace and a lot less Honky Talk Angel, he might have been governor. That's right. That's right. All right, I won't take any well, more of time. There's a there's a nursery in Princeton um, is where, where I typically get fruit trees from, and they have the fry grape, which is a sterile variety, but in an old-fashioned variety. Um, but it's a good it's a good one. Uh, but it used to be called Wooders Pecan Farm. Can't remember the fellow that that has it now. But uh, I know they still deliver and sell uh, fruit trees in this area. All right. Well, I keep looking, and if any of the listeners uh, 
know of a good local source, if they'll just call my number, uh, 919-669-9264, <laughs> I'll call them. Rufus, uh, Gene just left out here just a few minutes ago going over to Chapel Hill, and uh, she's carrying Coach Roy a, a butter pound cake before the game today, sort of celebrate pre-celebrate. I wish I, I wish I had me a piece of that pound cake. <laughs> oh, man. My mama used to flavor it a little bit with, with almond. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, and, and my, my mama had a, Ron had a 12-egg pound cake. Wow. Now, wow. now, that was something else. Well, we had chicken, so it didn't make any difference. But well, she called it a 12-egg pound cake. That sounds good to It had to be a big old pan. And I, oh, I miss that! I miss that so much. Y'all have a great day, Ron. I hope you do too, buddy. I hope you find. Let us know when you find those plants, those, those grapevines. I find some mustardines. Uh, maybe Noah can call my nurse and leave word there. But anyway, it's getting a little late. But I still, I got another week or two, and I love to plant them. Yeah. Have a good day. You too. Thank you, Ron. Bye. Grapevines. Anything we should be doing? We should have already remember, cut our grapevines. You remember Grapevine John? Grapevine John. He called. He, he used to call. He passed here. away. He did. He was a good old friend. Uh, yeah, he used to call us uh, many years oh, ago. Yeah. yeah. He was a regular yeah. listener and caller. Yeah. yeah. We hate hate to lose listeners That's and right. uh, and our you know, callers are all part of our, our family here. So... 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. You know, every time you buy a bag of black cow, you're helping the environment. You know, this has to do with repurposing manure. I, I know that's uh, probably something that lawyers talk about all the time, but <laughs> it's also part of the nursery industry, and, uh, you know, it's uh, manure is environmentally friendly, helps those plants, but... Uh, the way it's composted, you know, it's, it, black cow is perfect compost. So uh, that makes it environmentally friendly and beneficial to your garden and the lawn. The black cow contains up to 10 times more nutrients and microbes than regular old garden soils. And it helps retain moisture, too. Your lawn, your flower beds, and vegetable gardens will be off to a great start with black cow. And you know, a lot of things are getting their start right now. Everything grows better with sun, water, and black cow. For more details, check out their wonderful website, blackcow.com. And remember, as Ann used to say, cow is spelled with a K. That's right. Oh, yeah. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up here at WPTF. It's 1021. Oh, this is kind of a, a garden party, party uh, every week. I yeah, I do too. Ricky Nelson, such a tragic figure in, in a lot of ways. Uh, you know, he just uh, just had he had 
a life full of problems to a certain extent and thrust into the media and that all that success and and um he sounds like a really talented. nice talented person that mm-hmm. you'd like to like to get to know and died tragically he had uh, Jerry Lee Lewis's old DC3 or whatever it was mm-hmm. that that caught on fire and burned everybody up there so uh yeah and that was that was kind of his comeback you know the the Beatles Kind of yeah. uh, destroyed that that genre, and it uh, or they overwhelmed. They didn't deliberately destroy it because they loved people from that era, yeah. uh, the Fats Dominoes and so forth. But and that's where they learned. But they they were just so overwhelming that it kind of blew everybody else out of the water. And then Ricky Melson had a, had this comeback, and and that was uh, a big hit, uh, the Garden Party. So yeah, this yeah, is uh, the Weekend Gardeners. Uh, a garden party. Your, yeah. your weekly garden party. That's right. So, um, Delsa, uh, there uh, we we talked a little bit uh, there at the end with with Tony, and we're so glad that Tony Avent was able to to join us. <clears throat> I know how busy he is, but uh, it, there's there are a lot of things that we need to be doing. And used to talk about walking around, <clears throat> and Irv did too about walking around the landscape and kind of checking things out. While it's it's still it's, it's technically still winter, uh, it's up to the meteorologists yep. that we're into meteorological <laughs> spring now. But uh, they, most of the leaves are not on the trees, and yep. we can see this see what to prune a lot of times, and if right. the, if you need to prune. And as many have said, and I've said, and Tony mentioned it, but you still can kind of see the bones. Um, you know, if you uh, like, you say all the leaves aren't on, so you can do a little bit of selective pruning. Uh, any cross branches, um, going ahead and sort of taking care of that. It is getting late on certain plants that are heavy bleeders, like we mentioned grapes, uh, Japanese maples. But you know, again, if if um, uh, just a little selective pruning, just to increase in better air circulation, um, it's also a great time to get a jump on some of the weeds. Um, you know, it, it, especially with the rain that we've had, um, you know, I'd, I'd love to just run around with a little, a little um, kind of like a hoe, a little weeder, and you just scuff it up get before the seed, you know, before that plant grows out and, and starts going to seed. So you can kind of go ahead and nip it and just, just you know, and, and then mulch, mulch heavily, keep continue mulching. That's going to help keep your weeds down. Um, it is time to turn the garden. Um, and and hopefully you've had soil tests done. If, if not, um, I know Garden Hut still has soil boxes, and, and many places do. You could get your soil tested, whether you're doing flower beds or uh, lawns or gar- vegetable gardening. Um, but, uh, you know, raised beds, it's time to, to supplement with some good, good raised bed mix or soil or more organics. And then uh, just your in-ground gardens, it's time to go ahead and, and double dig or turn that garden over. Okay. Well, for you, for you, uh, before we do that, yeah. let's let's take a break and go to the news. Okay. Now right, we're back on WPTF. By the way, I was going to ask. I saw or I heard someone on the show. You are now. So someone said, when the forsythia blooms. It, it's something to do with the lawn to plant something. Well, that's crabgrass preventer. Uh, yeah, is that still true? Because you know the the, the times 
But I guess I guess technically it is true. It just doesn't bloom at the same time <laughs> as it used no, to. That's true. So yeah. basically, I think that is for um, cool season weeds, pre-emergence. Yeah. Um, you know, once the the forsythia and dogwood start cracking, it's too late for that. It may not be too late, too terribly late for crabgrass because you're going to have. Um, you know, two or three crops of that. So, right. Yeah, you'd have to you'd put some out again yeah. in June. So if I'm going to use a pre-emergent, then then June is a month that I would choose, and then I would I would do it again probably late August or September, and then I would do it again in late January, February. Well, you're not getting to plant any new grass in there then, because it's going to kill your right. new grass. You, you, that's one thing about well, any I, pre most pre-emergents. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not even I'm I'm just saying pre-emergents, not necessarily for turf. For other areas too, yeah. but you know, as I say, get out there, get some sunshine, get some el- get some exercise, burn some calories, get some steps in, and just sort of grub some stuff up and mulch heavy. I mean, try to be pretty pretty organic with it if you can. Yeah, yeah, it's um, that that can be a problem because sixty to ninety days, yeah. it, it uh, so you yeah. can't you can't plant <clears throat> a grass uh, seed, right, for instance. Right. But uh, I guess I guess sod is okay if if you have sod adjacent to or yeah I mean I mean typically is you know of course if you gonna put down sod you you've probably don't kill the me. weeds and <laughs> yeah and you're you know you disked up the soil and prepared it and added uh, organic matter so it probably you've killed hopefully gotten rid of the the weed seeds yeah. all right how long are we waiting to start our our seeding in the spring of not not killing the grass producing some grass well you technically i guess you could this is uh the second best time of year to do it here in march early right. march yeah. and you know if you you've, it's it's not going to establish very well because the root system by the time it really starts getting hot is still not going to be developed enough and fescue you just uh, you know all the turf specialists call them called fescue temporary grass temporary yeah. turf well, it goes summer dormant and then your your warm season grass goes winter dormant yeah so. but you got to water you really got to water like crazy the fescue you got to make sure yeah. it has an inch every week you, you do um and it, you know again that's why it's so important to do good soil amending and uh-huh. good aeration um so that the roots can go deep to stay cooler um and then i know that there's always um you know new fescues that are being introduced and developed that yeah by local that white coral mm-hmm. seed for instance they, they're, they're um what is it i want to say sun gold because i'm holding an orange but they're um gold standard i believe it is i mean that's a fantastic fescue yeah yeah uh, a lot of research went into and, that and it has several blends um, mm-hmm. three to four uh varieties of of fescue so <coughs> yeah there's always that but um rufus and i or maybe it's mike and i we were talking i mean i'm good if it's green mow it yeah uh, i, I have okay become that way now. i i sure. tried but the more plants i put out there the you know the more root competition i have and plus i you know i just don't have enough sun now sure to to for warm sea i would really like to have a warm season grass Somebody in my neighborhood just planted some. Right. It's probably a little too early. I mean, sod, yeah. but it looks great, even though they've just put down the sod. I mean, it just yeah. looks so neat and clean, and yeah. and I like the yellow brown. I like the contrasts of of winter. I do the too. The colors, and I, I think that our our northern friends have 
like the bigger issues with worm season grasses because they're just not used to seeing that. Right. They're like, ah, everything's yeah. all dead. But it's if not it's dead. Sculpted, yeah, and, and I, I just I think it's, it's pretty. gorgeous. And then of course there's the service of having it spray painted. <laughs> yeah, I think it's funny, but oh uh, well, that's yeah. all right, everybody. Well, I'll go get my clover. <laughs> there you go. Clover's good. Adds a little Absolutely. little nitrogen. Nitrogen fixation. Tony, to Tony in his air and yeah. <laughs> I like to see the the bees in it when yeah. they blooms. Right. Yeah. God bless the but, bees. But I, I, I want to make it plain. They, you have yard purists, and and I love to see a beautiful lawn. I do too. It's just that it's not for me. I don't have time. And, well, and you know, nobody needs to think that they have to have a certain kind of yard. But you know, driving into the studio, that turf area right there is beautiful right now. They they take very good care. I love Highwoods. They've they've yeah. always taken really good care of uh, of Highwoods. Yeah. Uh, so just kind of it's a really nice. It all, it all depends on each each individual uh, in gardening. Whatever makes you happy, do it. Yeah. 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 If you don't Thank have you. time, just take take that into account. Yeah. Plant things that uh, that make, make you happy, you happy and That's right. why, make why you think more, about friends more perennials or your grandma than your grandma. I used to. Uh, so if, if uh, I, I keep talking about flocks a lot. How can you beat flocks for a perennial? Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. Yeah, Whether it it's is. the it's, summer or the spring. It's reliable. Yeah. Or and there's even a kind of a native woodland, Flocks yeah. de Veracata. Right. That's a great one. That's a beautiful yeah. color. That's probably the closest color to almost almost the color of your shirt, but kind of a really pale yeah. lavender. There's, there's oh. a, a blues. Blues are sometimes hard, tough, but yeah. Let's head up to the Berg in Franklin Berg. County. Connie is with us. Hey Connie. Good morning. How's everything on Bickett Boulevard this morning? Oh, that's right. Yeah, I've, I've been up and down Bickett Boulevard way too fast sometimes with okay, Cousin Bill. I'll tell you what. <laughs> it needs some work. It yeah. Does. So uh, um, how can we help you? Well, I'm calling about, and the only name I know is Wheat Betsy's, mm-hmm. uh, maybe Carolina Spice. I'm not sure if that's mm-hmm. right or not. But yeah. the old-timey Sweet Betsy's that I dug up from my yard, mm-hmm. my mother's yard years ago, Planted them in my yard, and then recent. Well, we moved further down um, 561, so I moved some last year from the other house, and I put them in buckets, watered them all spring and summer, and planted them in October. And they seem to be doing great. They do not like to be planted directly from when you dig it up. Okay. So this year. Um, I got some more because they had to be pulled up now. Mm -hmm. So I just got them out, and I'm going to do the same thing. But my question is, they're kind of long and leggy, um, and I didn't know if I could just prune them really well. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Hack them down, they'll branch. Oh, okay. All right. And then the other ones that you potted and probably rooted, um, did you say you already planted them, or you're... Still have them in pots. I planted them last October. Oh, okay. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. Okay, so um, the ones that I've just recently dug, go ahead and cut them off. How short would you say? You could do a foot, 18 inches, something like that. Okay. All right. Um, and have you, or do you know, if you've had any luck with just planting them directly in the ground after you pulled them up? I have. I mean, it, it. You know, it just depends on the consistency of soil around the root when you dig it up. If you keep it, 
you know if it tends to be more clay and it stayed clumped together and you know you you get your hole prepared and you get them in the ground like within <coughs> the time you dig them to the time you plant them they're in a very quick short time don't let them sit overnight whatever um then i think you're going to be fine you know and just water them in well yeah now i've, I've had good luck with just directly digging them and planting them follow the year yeah okay in the fall well and i've done it in the spring and god knows my grandmother she'd break off a stick just to use it as a (laughs) root right (laughs) yeah oh well that's very helpful i appreciate your help so do you uh do you live near centerville now or uh or wood yeah we are actually (laughs) about two miles um from centerville oh where i i grew up kind of a um yeah, between between the two. We're yeah, my miles. my uh, my aunt uh, Ora Lee had uh, Eden store out there. And oh yeah, Uncle Eugene. Yeah, uh, the Heights. Yeah, I know where that is. My mother, uh, my mother grew up out there, and and uh, and all of her brothers and sisters. So yeah, well, we grew up down there. I went to dear old Gold Sand High School. That's no longer there, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this Eden store looks like it's having some trouble. It's, yeah, it's probably about. I haven't been down there in a long time, and most of my relatives are gone. But mm-hmm. yeah, well, it's a good old country. We moved back home. Uh, we lived on the southern side of Wake, uh, Franklin County while we worked um, in Raleigh, but we are now retired out this way and loving being back home. Yeah, yes, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's a nice place. Good people. It is. Thank you so much. Thank you, Connie. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. Uh, Brian is in Hillsboro. Brian? Hello, Brian. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Well, good morning. Good morning. I'd like to say I also love the diversity of summer season grasses, <laughs> and that's where my question lies. All right. Well, let's see. I just planted, well, excuse me, started my yard. Down at the coast, about 3,400 acres in St. Augustine. Just did it like, I guess it was Monday. Um, it's on a saltwater canal. Um, and I just wanted to get some tips on, like, uh, as it as that sod sits there and no. some advice on watering and as it greens up, the cutting height, the weed control. If I could get some tips on St. Augustine, that would be great. Did, did you say you sodded or seeded St. Augustine? Yes, I... I Sodded is what I meant to say. Okay. Did you say 3,400 acres? No, 3,400 square feet. Oh. <laughs> Man, you said that, and I thought, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm not Rufus. Here, oh, here, Lord. Here's my, here's my um, kind of answer to your question is the sod farm that you purchased it from, I would directly consult with them. I mean, you may. I know you may have had a – a landscape person do it but if you can that's what i would suggest now of course we also refer to um the nc state uh turf files um that has a piece about saint augustine grass i used to have some variegated saint augustine grass that was variegated really, i did that was really cool well, and there's a raleigh variety that is uh, supposed to be more cold hardy and i think there's a newer variety well that. and i have a friend um that uh, lives inside the Beltline, um, right off of Car Street, uh, near Five Points. And oh, yeah. She has a really great stand of St. Augustine. 
Um, I don't, ha- other than her yard, I don't have a lot of experience with St. Augustine. So, you know, I'm not, I can't tell you exactly the mow height, that type of thing. I, I would consult with more of an agronomist turf specialist. Um, okay. It, it's very, very easy just to go to uh, turf files dot edu yeah it's a part of north carolina state university's cooperative extension service and it has a uh, of course description of uh, saint augustine and the the other grasses that we plant but also it has a calendar Mm -hmm. and uh, you'll find find a lot of other information about it i know it's uh, it's most of it is not as coal hardy as some of the others, but uh, I did mention the Raleigh. But I would, I would start with that and, and yeah. take uh, take uh, the advice, find out from the landscaper who put it out, uh, who who actually grew thing. it. Yeah, or the turf farm. But I, I did, St. Augustine is a pretty grass. I like that wide. Blue. Yeah, it's it's uh, quite quite different from from most of the warm season grasses. Yeah, I was kind of advised that it, it uh, could handle maybe the salt environment that's what i've always heard i don't know if it uh, I, I think people at topsail where we have some property is is um they've had kind of mixed results with it i think it probably likes florida more than it uh in georgia more than it likes north carolina you know that we don't have as many native plants uh, palm trees and so forth uh, it's kind of a dividing line it's south carolina and north carolina yeah uh, so I, it, it's just a little harder to to grow things uh, because it's it gets a little colder down there. But um, yeah. that's a that that may be a good choice for you. Theoretically, I think it is. That that's amazing. Yeah, it is. Flat on the ground. But I would try, I would try turf file and, and the other advice and <laughs> and let us know um, how how it fares down there. Which beach are are you at? Surf City. Surf City, right there at, on Topsail Island. Okay. Yeah, you're right there on the Onslow Pender line. Yeah, we're d- we're down at um, at Topsail Beach, the south end of Topsail Beach, and um, oh, that's beautiful down there. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's real pretty. Always love that end of the beach. Down right. Scott. Takes a long time to get anywhere, but uh, you know we. Yeah. You, you like the new bridge there at Surf City? Oh, isn't it nice? Uh, I was kind of down on it, you know, as they were talking about building it. But I know. You know Pretty good job. I I, I think so too. It, it uh, certainly, you know, there's so much traffic down there. They had to do something, and it's still a lot of traffic. It's still a backup. It's not because the bridge is open. It's just because there are a lot of people. That's right. Everybody wants to be down there. Thanks to I forty. That's right. Yeah, well, That's right. right. I, I had some good seafood there recently. I went down to visit with my friend Xander Guy, and uh, had great seafood. Yeah. Well, you know, I've known him about 66 years. Oh, my goodness. A- ABC board. Yes, the oh, ABC God. board chairman. His, his father, as you know, too, Brian, was uh, in the legislature of North Carolina. Yeah. Yep, I went up there and stayed with him a lot at the Hilton Hotel. Oh, my. Well. Well, was nice talking to you, Brian, and, and uh, good luck with your project uh, there. You're St. Augustine. Please keep listening and uh, let us know about it. I will. Thank you guys very much. Hey, look, I didn't have to wait to learn to, to hear your phone number. I've listened to your show so long that I've memorized. Good for you. <laughs> good for you. Thank you for that. Well, thank you. Have a good day. Yes, sir. Right. Bye. You know, uh, we, we had uh, one of the kings of gardening on this morning. Uh, Tony Avent and uh, 
They're the kings of of auto repair and are in Raleigh at King's Auto Service. Oh yes, they are. Uh, Dean Bailey and that bunch, boy, they are so well trained. And if you want to take care of your car, take it to King's Auto Service. They they want to be <coughs> excuse me proactive. And uh, to be proactive, you gotta you know you gotta do some not repair, <clears throat> but you've got to. Um, do preventive maintenance, pardon my voice, and uh, you've got to make sure that your uh, tires are in good shape, the brakes are in good shape, uh, just about everything you can think of with the car. So take it and kind of get an over overview of what is happening with your car so you can prevent the really expensive things from happening. They have uh, any service that you can think of, and, and in fact, with the hybrids, you can you can uh, get the batteries, get the hybrid vehicles <clears throat> checked out, and uh, go to King's Auto Service. Talk to Dean Bailey. He has well trained there. They have uh, well trained hybrid vehicle specialists, and uh, you can you can certainly get a battery. You know those battery packs do give out at some point. Also. If you um, have, uh, you know, just a regular 12-volt battery, they can do a lot of uh, analysis with that to see how long it's going to last. And believe me, they don't last that long anymore, not like they used to. So get the battery checked out, your tires, your brakes, all of it. Make sure you have an oil change. They're big on oil changes. King's Auto Service, they want to save you some money. They are in Raleigh on West Street in downtown Raleigh since 1946. All right, uh, Steve. Steve, I think you have a reminder about the Hemericalis Society, right? Yeah. Yep. Are you still with us, Steve? I think we lost Steve. Sorry about that. Uh, Beaufort County, Joe? Hello? Yeah, we got you now. Hey, how are you, Joe? I'm okay, thank you. I wanted to um, – I have – sweet Betsy or sweet spice or whatever it is, but I'm trying to get rid of it. I mean, mine doesn't smell sweet. It doesn't have many redeeming features. It just kind of goes everywhere. It seems to travel underground the roots do. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. 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 I I don't know how to get rid of it. I got too much of it, and y'all are trying to save it. (laughs) Well, I guess it, it just depends on your perspective. Now, this is the the flower that uh, is kind of brownish maroon, and uh, some have fragrance and some don't. And unless you buy it when it's blooming, you don't know if you got any fragrance or not. And typically, yeah. the old yeah, ones I got it did. an arboretum at one of the giveaways, I think, years and years ago, and um, I don't smell any fragrance. Yeah. I've just got too much of it, and it kind of... Right. Well, try to grub it out or burn it out. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. We don't want to burn it out. Uh, <laughs> at least the root will come out. I've, I've had some I've had to dig up, and I potted it up and gave it to somebody else, and I shouldn't have done it because mine doesn't have any aroma to it either. Yeah, yeah it's, and, it doesn't. It really does. I mean, it's not a bad-looking plant, but it really uh, doesn't, unless you've got that fragrance, and yeah, it I doesn't last long. doesn't last very long. But, but I, don't, I, I, I don't think you want to try to poison it. You you, no. you you just don't want to do that because you're going to hit something else. You just got to, Joe, you've just got to get a shovel and dig that stuff out of there. Okay. Well, I don't know. 
at 81, I don't know if I'm going to live long enough to do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't want to kill you doing that. Uh, I'm get some... my mom out to you. <laughs> does your I'm mother dig? Does she, is she in the digging business? She, she, yeah, she's, uh, she's quite quite crazy. But yeah. Yes, she's... Um, Still planting. Well, Joe, there's got to be somebody that would help you with that. That's yeah, true. well, I just had two young men, two high school seniors here, uh, pulling some of it out. And um, I think they they work a couple of hours, but I think they're going to have to come back and dig. Yeah, yeah boy, well, it really likes it down there, doesn't it? Yeah, now pulling, uh, pulling some of it is going to leave some rootstock in there. Little, 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 little bitty roots. And so I, I would say give those two boys a shovel. Okay. Yeah. Are you down at uh, Bath or uh, Little Washington or? No, I'm in Washington. Yeah. 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 yeah Washington. I shouldn't say Little. I grew up saying Little Washington. We shouldn't say that, should we? Well, I don't know. I, uh, <laughs> they like to say the original Washington, uh, and I don't know who knows. But. You know, one of my favorite actors grew up there, went to Washington High School, made a big name for himself, and is buried there. Murray Hamilton. Murray Hamilton. Oh yeah, I remember Murray Hamilton. Yeah, he was in. Uh, he was he was the uh, Mrs. Robinson's uh, husband in yeah. The Graduate, yeah. for instance. Oh, and he was in. Uh, he was the mayor in uh, the Jaws series. Jaws movie. Yeah. 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 He's one of our local celebs. He sure was. Yeah, and Joe, I'm going to the ball game today with uh, a guy from Little Washington, Keith Hackney. Oh yeah. I'm sure you know the Hackney yeah. family. Hackney. Oh yeah. Yeah. A lot of hackneys down east. Well, Joe, let us know if you ever get rid of that uh, Carolina allspicer. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll just do some digging here and there. All, All right. right. Don't break you back. Thank you for calling. All right. Bye-bye. Uh, thanks. <laughs> Joe's been calling a long time. Steve, um, Steve, we're, I think we got you now. Yeah, it was my <clears throat> fault. I, when I picked the phone up, my thumb went across the uh, hangout. I think somebody put a whammy on us. My voice went away, and and uh, and we lost you right at the same time. And see us. So um, like you had a frog in your. I, I don't know. I, I must have swallowed a fly. <laughs> uh, well, I know I had a hard week this week. I had uh, the one of the worst cases of dry heaves. Uh, I had twelve of them in one day, and that's tough. Mm. It's, uh, yeah, that's it's that's one no of fun. The side effects of of my disease. The key, yeah, and the chemotherapy. Anyway, and anyway so. just as a reminder for those that are late listeners, we're having our first day lily meeting at the uh, J C Ralston Arboretum uh, on Sunday at two p.m. Uh, we have a guest speaker coming in, and he's bringing some of his hybridized daylilies with him. And we're going to have a, a fundraising auction, so it'd be fun to have uh, new people coming in. It's Sunday the tenth. My wife is reminding me again. That's fine. That's fine. We all need reminders. It, well, at this age, we need. It takes two of us to do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, aren't you glad you have each other to do that? that? Yeah. Uh, you know, that's one of those things. God gave me a partner. I, there you go. I need to use her. So, and, and don't you know, people can get into the arboretum. It's uh, just a little little trickier. You have to go in a certain you have certain to way. Come up, um, um, Western Boulevard to uh, Jones uh, to Blue Ridge, and then you can take that little cut across. 
um, that's open. Yeah, and Hill, I guess Hillsborough Street, you can get in there across the railroad well, tracks. I, I don't think you can. I still don't think you can cross the uh, railroad tracks. But I'm, I'm talking. Yeah. I'm not talking about it at Blue Ridge. It's uh, at another. But yeah, you, you well, go up up Western and then cut onto Method Road. Method Road is what I was thinking. Yeah, of. Method yeah. Road leads okay. right. And we, right. we got to go. Yep. All right. Take it easy, Thank Steve. Now, so thanks so much, and. Uh, You'll be back soon. I hope so. And yeah, you have a little less to, the, to do. Come on down to the Garden Hut in Absolutely. Pukeway Arena. All righty. Uh, Brother Rufus, we'll see you next week, my friend. Good, 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 good. Good, and we love you all. Have a great Jason. Thank you, sir.